episode 136, Edu Consumption Overload. Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educators podcast to start your day feeling empowered. Hey, hey, elite educators. It's Gretchen here of Always a Lesson. You are back for more and more episodes. Thank you for visiting. I refer to you as an elite educator because to me, that is someone that takes the time out of their personal day to be a lifelong learner, to keep being better at their craft. And that is you by tuning into a podcast like this to learn additional strategies and hear ideas and just be better at being you. So I'm honored that you value this show enough to tune in with me every week of learned another lesson, and I can't wait to share it with you. I want to talk about a cultural phenomenon that's very prevalent in our profession right now, and that's consumption overload. So hang with me as I tell you how we're doing this and how it's killing our teacher mojo. Let's reignite our passion and potential. Are you ready? Here we go. As I mentioned at the top of the show, thank you all who listen faithfully each week. It really warms my heart. And thank you to those brave souls who go the extra step and leave a rating or a review on iTunes. I read every single one of them and am just humbled by your kind words. To be honest, I never even knew where this podcasting journey was going to go when I started out. I never even listened to a podcast prior to making one and never even knew really what it was. Something just came across my newsfeed about education podcasts and I was hooked on that idea. I was like, I can do this. And I knew teachers were struggling to keep up with all the blogs that they were following. And so turning something into an audio format would obviously be better for them and they could consume it on the go. And so fast forward 136 episodes later, we are here. What? Alive and kicking. That's crazy. Well, speaking of kicking, my husband and I are expecting our second bundle of joy this summer. Holy hell, am I ready to tackle two kids under two? Lord, pray for me, y'all. Just pray. (laughs) I'm gonna need some help surviving. Anyways, I spend all week thinking about what it is I want to share with you when I record my podcast on Friday mornings. Yes, I know I don't release until Monday, so that gives me time to edit and it's just better timing with you and your work commute and your weekly workout routine if that's when you're listening. But I am part of a lot of Facebook groups and I'm pretty active in each one. And as you know, recently I started a Facebook group of my own for new teachers and I'm just loving watching these teachers help each other out. I mean, teachers are just a special breed. They're good, kind-hearted people. I just love it. So when a new teacher wants to join the group, I have to approve it. And I have two questions I want them to answer. It just helps me know if they're a good fit for the group in terms of their years of teaching and also helps me know how to best help them. But also comes this piece of information that I didn't ask for, but it comes along. And it's um, how many groups this person is already a part of. (laughs) Can I tell you? Oh my God. I mean, some people, I'm talking double and triple digits, y'all. Like, let me lay this down for you real quick. This is where I was like, I have got to talk about this on my next podcast on Friday. (laughs) This is just crazy. So it's just a life lesson. I want you to lean in close. You cannot be great at everything. The moment you go a mile wide and an inch deep in any facet of your life, you lose your effectiveness and your sanity. So stop it. 
It's totally okay to not be part of everything, to not do everything, to not be everything. You know, the number one piece of advice I got in business was to niche down, finding that one thing I'm really good at and to just go with it. I can't build a successful business if my hands are in a million pots. You got to start small. And the same is true for you. You have a lot going on in your one little classroom. Plus, you've got a family, most likely, and other responsibilities. You cannot be part of every club or committee at school, and you cannot enroll your kid in every activity. You just cannot do every fad diet out there. You cannot do it. I'm sorry, I know this sounds ugly, but it's the truth. And every time you add to your plate, you're taking energy from something else in your life and your productivity goes down. And don't do that to yourself. You deserve to be your best and your kids deserve a teacher doing their best. There is no way on earth that these folks that are part of that many Facebook groups are really part of the group. You know what I mean? They just must be a voyeur or something, not fully participating in any one group, which means they're not giving their best to any one of them. But more importantly, everyone's brain cannot take in that much information. And here's the kicker and actually do something with the information. And that's where this episode is going is it's like we're consuming so much that we can't even apply what we're consuming. That's a problem. Like what a waste of time to consume if we can't even do anything with it. It reminds me of my husband telling me, how many times he pulled an all-nighter in law school. I just can't wrap my head around it. I was never able to do that. My brain just stops after a certain point, like it needs rest. I literally can't take in information past a certain point. But he would basically memorize as much as possible, and then he would do a brain dump on the test the next day, and an hour later after the test, he couldn't recall a single piece of information. Like, what good is that? That's not learning. It's such a waste of your time to force your brain to act in that manner. It's not natural. Right now, he works ridiculous hours, and I tell him, you know, I know you think you have to keep working because the work keeps coming, but I'm telling you, it's better if you let your brain rest, you get your body some exercise, you eat a good meal, you get some sleep so that tomorrow you can go back and hit it hard. It's actually better to do less well than do a whole lot in a crappy way. Sorry to say it. And I see the same behaviors in teachers. They wear themselves out trying to do too much. And our society and culture right now rewards teachers who are the first in the building and the last out. And that's just not healthy. And never once did I ever tell a new teacher to look up to people like that. Nothing wrong with them as people, but that behavior is not honorable, Um, especially since I've seen so many people that do that. And they're actually really not productive with their time. Um, It's almost like I just want to be seen here versus let me actually produce something worthwhile during this time. And some that do that are amazing teachers, but they're sacrificing other things in their lives that really make a person whole to do that. You can't be great at everything. There's just not enough time and energy in the day. Years later, those same folks are leaving the profession depressed, anxiety-ridden, suffering from comparison and the rat race. And here I am mentoring and repairing their spirit. And in the long run, it just ain't worth it. It's not a sustainable practice. It's not a best practice ever. And I'm not saying don't give teaching your all and don't ever stay late or come early. So don't get it twisted. But it shouldn't be your norm. Your brain, your body needs balance. And I'm a Libra and my sign or symbol is the balancing scales. I believe wholeheartedly in the power of balance. And when you make time to work out and eat right and socialize and have downtime, you're just the happiest and your body's operating at its potential. So to those that are in a million Facebook groups, come on now, that's education consumption overload. And it's not translating 
to best practices in your classroom. I bet you can't possibly implement all the ideas you're reading about in those groups. There's just too much happening. I would rather you choose two to three groups that align most to your teaching situation and your style and then give your all to those groups. I mean, comment on other posts with ideas or ask questions or take a poll to answer your burning questions and then leave it at that. You are not missing out by streamlining your life. You're actually making more time for you and the things that matter most. Remember my past episode called FOMO is Stealing Your Magic? Yeah, fear of missing out, FOMO, is killing teachers everywhere. Social media, hello, Pinterest and Instagram. Ugh, the comparison game is off the charts. I wish teachers would stop all this mess of trying to look the part to the outside world and just hunker down and be a great teacher. You know, in fact getting on my soapbox. I would love to strip down some classrooms of our most elite teachers and just watch them teach with nothing fancy, no flexible seating, no pretty decor, just teacher talent. That right there would be very telling. The dog and pony show stuff. Yeah, that's taking the focus away from what teaching is all about. And it's giving teaching a bad name that it's all these charades and they're not always effective. I'm all for trying new stuff and, but the fads come and go and teachers start dropping what they're currently doing to try this new thing because everyone's trying it and you got to give it a try and we get so sidetracked it's like we're going to the right now we're going to the left now we're going up now we're going down now we're going back to the right and it's like we never make progress as people or as teachers because we're too busy getting caught up in all this stuff flying by us it's we're consuming too much we're trying to prioritize too much we're trying to do too much it's unhealthy it's unproductive Okay, I'm going to get off my soapbox. (laughs) Let me reel myself back in. So what I want to leave you with is the idea that when you consume too much information, your brain cannot sift through it and definitely can't use it. So all those books you're reading and podcasts you're listening to and blogs you're subscribed to and YouTube channels you binge on and social media feeds you scroll through, whatever it is, all of it is not making it back to your classroom. End of story. The ideas are rolling in and you're like, oh my God, this is great. I can't wait to try it. Well, after you're busy consuming edu tips for hours on end, you forget all that you wanted to try. Or if you're type A like me, you made a list and now it's a mile long of what you want to implement and you're overwhelmed or worse, you try and do them all and you fail at everything because it's too much. Streamline, streamline, streamline. Pick a few things and get really good at them. So just pick a few things and pour yourself into them and pick a few things and consume all you can on those topics. But do not, I repeat, do not get on the consumption overload train. It is okay to miss out on what's hot or new because you're laser focused on your priorities and you're going to be your best self and your best teacher self by niching down like that. Just like I was told by my business buddies. So here's your homework assignment. I hope you don't feel like I'm yelling at you. I feel like I'm pointing. (laughs) But I'm just so frustrated by what I'm seeing because I know what's going to happen in the long run and I'm going to have to pick up the pieces from these folks that are so overwhelmed and they're going to want to leave the profession. And it's like, no, you have too much good teacher talent. We just need to strip it all away and start over. You are so overwhelmed by stuff that doesn't matter and is not going to make you a great teacher because it's too much. Too much of a good thing is not a good thing. (laughs) So for just one day, I want you to take note of all the things you do. Literally take note. Like walk the dog, I ate a snack, I did laundry, scrolled social media, whatever. 
And then at the end of the day, as you're laying in bed, just look at all the activities you tried to jam into your day. And I think you're going to step back and realize, holy cow, this is way too much stuff. I don't have time to really spend quality time with my family or I can't fit in a workout. And bam, because of all those things that you just did. And none of them really added any value to your day. I mean, like, Sometimes I don't have time to make dinner and I'm picking up takeout and it's like, why don't I have time to make dinner? Oh, because I was busy sitting on the couch watching Lifetime for two hours. Like that really make me a better person, a better mom, a better wife, a better teacher. No, but it sure was great. And I'm not saying you can't do that, but do you really need to spend that much time devoted to something that's not making you better? No. So when you've got your crazy list, start crossing off the not so important activities from that day. So like me watching TV, scrolling social media, anything to avoid cleaning my house (laughs) and what should be left are the most important activities that have to get done and the ones that you want to get done. So just get rid of all that other mess. You don't need it. It's not adding value to your life. So it might look like, you know, leave 45 out of 50 Facebook groups. (laughs) Then, you know, that leaves a good five that you can pour into. Like for me, it would really be three, an instructional coaching group, because you know I love that, an elementary group, because that's where my heart's at, and a new teacher group, well, I started it, and that's my baby, so that's where I want to be. So for me, it would just be those three groups, and I want to give it my best to those three groups. Um, I would even say to you, unsubscribe from podcasts you're behind on or that you lost interest. Like for me, when I found out about podcasts, oh my God, I subscribed to everything, like things, not just education. And eventually one day I was got so burnt out because I was like, I don't even have enough time in a day to listen to all these episodes. So which ones are 100% not related to me, you know, that I found interesting, but I just don't have time for, I can watch them at, you know, vacation or something, but I don't need to subscribe to, they don't need to be in my feed all the time. I did that with Voxer. I had, I was part of so many groups because I love this tool, but I couldn't get, stay caught up in all the conversation with so many people, so many ideas. And I just was, they call it being bankrupt on there because you get so behind And you can't binge listen. There's just not enough time. And it's not a bad thing to exit. So many great people I look up to are like, hey, guys, I'm in too many groups. I'm not able to really even be part of the group. So I'm going to have to pick kind of my top two or three and keep it at that until I have more time in the summer or vacations or whatever. And I look up to people like that who are like, hey, I'm tapped out here. I'm not being my best. And I don't want to be put in that, you know, position where... I'm just sitting idly to the side and not giving back. I mean, that's just not our nature as educators. Of course, you're not going to unsubscribe from this podcast, right? (laughs) But do the same with blogs that you're no longer following. Um, I had a bunch that I followed through email and then found out about blog loving where it could all be in a feed. And I was like, oh, this is great. And then one day I just stopped looking at that feed because I didn't have time. And so like, why do I still have blog loving app on my phone? Like if I'm not checking it, why is it there? Like, let's get rid of all this noise that doesn't need to be there. So yeah, get rid of other apps too. So your homework is step one, take note of what you are doing in a day. Step two, cut out the crap. (laughs) You like that? Step three, streamline your mind by giving your best to less. So When you make that crazy list, you've cut out the stuff you're no longer going to do. Now you're left with a shorter list of things that you're prioritizing and anything that doesn't relate to those things you're not going to do. Your friend asks you to do something. Hmm. Does this fit into the bucket of where I'm focused on right now and where I want to be as a person, whether it's my health or my happiness or whatever? No, can't do it. Like for me, I always want to go to conferences, love conferences. I love networking with people. I love learning new things, but I can't go to every freaking conference. Like that's just the reality of it. It takes a lot of time away from my family. So if it's not in North Carolina and not within an hour's drive of Charlotte, I ain't going. 
I'm sorry, it's horrible. Like I really want to go everywhere else, but just right now in this time of my life, I can't do it. So you got to know your limits. And I think making this list is going to help you avoid consumption overload so that you can actually do something with the information you're learning from a book you're reading or a podcast you're listening to or a blog that you're consuming or a YouTube channel you're watching, whatever. Because if you're going to sit and take in the information then you better be doing something with it. Otherwise, it's not worth your time. You are going to be a fantastic teacher because you're no longer on consumption overload. You're not trying to read every book that comes out, meaning you can take your time reading something you really want to read instead of just, you know, turning pages and never once taking in the information out of whatever the new fad book is. You're going to implement really great ideas from your Facebook groups because you finally have time to sit and collaborate with folks. And by the way, those relationships that are born from you participating more in these groups are probably more beneficial than even the ideas that are coming out of the groups. You're going to have more time for you and your family and your health. So there was really no reason you need to be riding every train. Your brain cannot possibly keep up in a way that would be beneficial to you anyway. Your brain needs a break to take things in at a reasonable pace, sort through the information, store it appropriately, and then apply it in your own setting. You can't rush that process. And if you do rush the process, the process breaks down and you're left with unused information flying right out of the other side of your ears, lost in Never Never Land, never to be accessed again. And again, on my soapbox topic, stop looking up to busy people. Like, look up to the people that do few things well. Take notice of their health and their happiness because of it. And take note of how they don't have FOMO and they're happy to pass things up. And they're just so true to who they are and who they're going to become that they're not going to touch something that comes their way. It's not aligned to the path that they're currently on. That's self-control. That's smart thinking. It's a focused, intelligent human being. Be that kind of person. Your students, your kids, they need to see that there's power in making choices that are best for ourselves. And it might not always be popular choice, but it's what is right for our own development and our own self-improvement. And so model saying no, so that you have more time and space in your life to say yes to what matters. Showing your kids that they don't have to consume, 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 because it's more damaging than it is beneficial. Empower your students to streamline their own lives so that they have time to be their best student self that then grows into their best adult self. I mean, they're watching our every move and our stress levels are all over our faces. We got to release this overload obsession in our bodies. It's not healthy, cool, or even worthwhile, but it starts with us. Help your friends, help your family. Make 2018 a year of simple. It's full of your favorite things. And of course, you're kicking butt at all of them because you have the time and the headspace to do so. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on streamlining your habits to avoid edu-consumption overload. You can be a great teacher by not doing it all. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered. This podcast is a member of the Education Podcast Network a podcast network that encourages you to think about your profession and succeed in the world of education. Whether you're a first-year educator or a seasoned veteran, there is a podcast for you. All of the shows are produced by educators who want to shape education through meaningful discussion and content. So head on over to edupodcastnetwork.com for more details. (laughs) 